if you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to BidPixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink Fosters and 4X beer. Hey guys, Dave from BigPixel. We're doing another episode of Marketing Ear Biscuits and I'm pretty pumped to have you along for this one. So as you know, we've been running a bit of a campaign over the last couple of months and it's been ask your toughest marketing and advertising questions and holy crap, there's been some tough ones. So it's time to dig a little bit deeper and time to answer some of these questions that people have been sending through. I'm by myself today, so I'm just gonna get straight into this one. Magda has asked the question is, how do you engage with an audience when it doesn't come naturally? Now, her question is a bit two-parted. Now, how do you engage an audience when it doesn't come naturally? Do you write long captions in your advertising or do you use videos? Magda, good question. So, I think there's two parts to what you've asked and you're, you're right in both areas. Um, one of the books that I've been reading front to back over the last couple of weeks is Dan Kennedy, The Ultimate Sales Letter. And Dan Kennedy comes from one of those eras of uh, you know, putting a sales letter in your letterbox and someone then cutting out a coupon and sending it back to get more information, right? That's, um, that's like where this guy started and this, that's where he originated. Now, Dan is still alive for those that you're uh, questioning. He uh, reportedly had died, but he's actually still alive and he's recovering from um, some serious illnesses at the moment but Dan used to talk about long-form captions and there's been a lot of debate recently about long-form captions and if they work or if they don't work and we've kind of subscribed to the fact that they do work if you're targeting the right audience so what do I mean by that if you're targeting the right audience and you're using a copywriting framework which is kind of sequentially taking people through the pain points, promising the hidden land, all that sort of stuff. So if you're actually giving them value and trying to help them by going through some of their objections and giving them the right answer or the right information that they need to make a decision. So I guess in the way that we say it, if you're educating and motivating them in long form copy, that long form copy actually serves a purpose and it's helping you qualify your potential customers. Now, different people read things differently and some people want to skim, so your long form copy still needs to have headlines or needs to have headings or snippets and you might have a too long didn't read section at the top in dot point. But really, if someone invests the time to read your long form copy and you can engage with them, there is probably a higher probability that you're actually going to close them or get them as a customer, right? Someone who skips over stuff and is not interested is genuinely not interested. Someone who takes the time to read long form copy can be highly interested. Now, the same goes, and Dan talks about this with video sales letters or videos that if you can engage someone for a longer period of time, so if you can get a longer through play, which is a, a viewing metric on Facebook, or if you can get people engaged in your YouTube videos for longer, they genuinely have a higher interest to engage with your content and naturally you would assume that they are more likely to engage with you or maybe buy your service or your product or whatever it is that you've got. So Magda, 
how do you engage with an audience when it comes when it doesn't come naturally? Long form captions is really good. Long form copywriting on your advertising that educates and motivates your prospects. Now you might make them problem aware, but once they're problem aware, they're gonna start looking elsewhere as well, right? You are probably only one of many people that can help serve that problem. So you've just gotta make sure if you make them problem aware that you're also educating and motivating them to come back to you. And the same goes with videos. People will consume a lot longer video if they're naturally interested in it. So if you're finding that your videos aren't getting viewed very long, you're either not engaging them or you're not finding the right audience to put those videos in front of. So Magna, I really hope that one helps. Uh, good luck with it. And once we've got this live, we'll send you a DM to let you know where uh, this video is on YouTube and where the podcast episode is. Uh, Scott K, you're the next question, mate. Uh, you got two questions, so let's answer the first one. What do you do with cold people who you haven't spoken to in a year? Good question, man. That's... um. There's a few ways that we would engage a cold audience that hasn't been um, talked to or you know seen anything from you for a little while. So a really good way of engaging a cold audience for a short period of time is putting them in a Facebook audience or an Instagram audience. So you can take a database of people, if you've got their name and contact details, you can chuck them into a Facebook audience or a Google audience and start showing them ads about top of funnel brand awareness, who you are. Once again, going back to Magna's uh, question, you can educate them and motivate them and make sure that they are starting to form an informed decision on your brand or product or service. And sequentially, you can then start getting those cold people a little bit more interested in you so that when you do start interacting with them a little bit further down the funnel further, they are genuinely wanting to engage with your brand. Now, that sounds all romantic, but it doesn't always work and it can take a long time to re-engage people. The next way you can re-engage them, if you've got a proper CRM, like an email nurturing platform, an email database, MailChimp is included in that. If you've got something like MailChimp, you can send everyone in your database an email, but the chances are you're going to have a massive unsubscribe rate and you're going to have a massive bounce rate and you might even get flagged as being spammy through um, Google and Microsoft and that would really mess up how you send emails in the future. So if you're going to engage cold people, you have to give them the option to opt out fairly quickly. We recently did this with a big audience and we actually gave them the option to unsubscribe straight away. We made it clear and clear how they could do it and we let them do it and we didn't try and hold them to receiving another email from us. But what we did in that email was provide a ton of value upfront. So we knew they were, they were our ideal customers. We have talked to them in the past, we'd met them at trade shows, we'd interacted with them or they downloaded something from us in the past. We knew they were kind of ideal, but we just needed to make sure that they were aware of who we are again. So we literally sent out an email saying, hey, we've been really bad and we haven't sent any emails for over, I think it was 18 months, but we've got this valuable thing that we'd love to share with you today. And them downloading or them engaging with that is a sign that they are actually interested or engaged in what you're doing. So you can bring these cold people back into your influence or your sphere by offering something that's valuable, right? Marketing is a give and take. You've got to give something valuable to be able to take the opportunity to email them back again or to um, promote things to them again. Um, now for like the deep, dark, gray stuff that you can do. What do you do with cold people who you haven't spoken to in a year? Well, you can also get tricky. Say we've got uh, salesletter.com.au is, uh, is our domain name and I send emails from dave at salesletter.com.au. Now, if you spam too many people with that email address, like I said before, servers will flag you and you'll never get an email into anyone's inbox again. 
if you wanted to be somewhat unethical but you wanted to get a high rate to either get people unsubscribing faster or if you wanted to get your message out to more people what you could do is use a platform like MailShake uh, is a mass sending email platform and you can actually what we'd recommend doing now this is only for the use of good right this is only if you're trying to really unsubscribe as many people as you can before you start plugging them into your normal CRM and nurturing them back up. So what we would do in MailShake is say if I had salesletter.com.au and I used dave at salesletter.com.au, I would go and get salesletter.com, completely separate URL, completely separate domain name, and then I put dave at salesletter.com. Now, what I can do is plug all that database into a platform like MailShake and send out some emails. Now, always provide value first, and you are ultimately trying to cull the list of anyone who's not interested in you. But when you send with MailShake and when you send something like um, with the .com instead of the .com.au, even if you do get a high bounce rate or a high unsubscribe rate or a high spam rate, you're not damaging your main domain name and you're not damaging your email address for future use. So Scott, I hope that clears that up. There's the good way of doing it. There's a not so good way of doing it. All I encourage you is to be ethical in how you do it because no one likes spam in email coming into their inbox. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a moment out of the content that you've been consuming right now and just discuss this promotion that BitPixel's doing currently. So for Q1 of 2020, so January through to the end of March, we're actually incentivizing you and we want to know what your toughest marketing or advertising question is. Now, we want to hear those questions on our Instagram account, so commenting on any of our posts or our YouTube channel, commenting on any of our current videos or in fact, any of the videos on our channel at all and we will go through and read those questions and use them as a basis of our content for future videos and pieces of content that we're making. Now, marketing is a transaction, right? You need to give and take to get someone's attention. And while we're asking you for these tough questions, we know that we need to give you something in return. So what we've devised is an outlandish prize of $50,000 cash to go towards your next marketing or advertising campaign. Now, we've had some feedback from this already and some people think it's a little bit too good to be true. But I just want to take this moment out of the content that you've been listening to, to give you some assurance and give you a bit of an understanding of where that $50,000 cash is coming from and let you know that it's completely above board and legitimate. So within Australia, you've got the ability to do an insured prize sum. Now, while we don't have the $50,000 to give away, we use an insurance company to say that there is a game of chance involved and the winner will get the chance to spin a wheel and if they spin the lucky number, like if you're old enough and you remember Hey Hey It's Saturday and Pluck a Duck and the big chocolate wheel, if you spin the number and win, you get a genuine $50,000 cash to do with it as you choose or to spend it on advertising. Now, because it's a game of chance, some people might not want to take part in that. So what we've done is offered up two other prizes in the prize pool and the first person who asks the toughest question or the person that we deem wins this promotion at the end of March will get the chance of which prize they like to choose. Yeah, they might like to spin to win and go for uh, their chance for $50,000 cash or they might choose one of our supplementary prizes which are the, the first supplementary prize is three months worth of strategy with our team. So you get three months of strategy with our Google Ads experts 
three months of strategy with our Facebook ad experts, and three months of strategy with our conversion rate optimization and website development team. Now, that's a pretty powerful prize in its own, and imagine what you could do after three months to generate revenue through your advertising and marketing. Now, if that doesn't float your boat, we've also got a locked safe. Now, you can barely see it up on the screen here, but up on my shelving that you'll see in a lot of our videos is a safe that says win me and it's actually been locked for quite some time now the contents of that safe in november and december alone earned two of our customers over half a million dollars worth of sales online so like i said marketing is a give and take mentality right we want to take your tough questions and we want to answer them and that's a selfish motive from us because we want to use those questions that you ask to then generate more valuable content for other people to consume but we know that we need to give you something in return and the reason why we're going outlandish with the $50,000 cash is we want to make it worth your while to take time out of your day to ask us a question so that's it, that's our little internal ad as part of the content that we've just pushed out. I just want you to know that yes, it's a legitimate $50,000. We want you to have the chance to win that or one of the other prizes that we're offering. And all we need in return is for you to ask us a marketing or advertising question that you genuinely want to find out an answer for. Uh, Thanks heaps, let's get back to the content that we're talking about at the moment. And if you did want to take part in this promotion, just go to bitpixel.com forward slash questions and there's all the information you need there. Cheers guys. All right, Scott, your next question was, do you close the sale with the prospect so that they know that maybe is actually a no? I'm gonna interpret this one by how I think. So when closing a sale, so when talking to someone and trying to do business with them, do you, would you, do you try and let them down slowly if you don't wanna work with them? That's what I think you're trying to say here. Like why, you know, do, so that they know that a maybe is actually a no. So does that mean if you're saying, maybe we could work with you, but really in the back of your head, you're going, no, why the hell would I work with you? Um, if that's the instance, why would not you tell them no? Like they're wasting your time on the phone. They're wasting valuable resources that you've got. They might be a, an, a contact in a database that you're paying good money for. So if that's what you mean, mate, and it's like trying to ease them out of it slowly by saying maybe when you really don't want to work with them, why not be truthful? So I'm not sure if that's what you meant by that question, but comment below, Scott, if you watch this or listen to this and let me know and maybe we can come back and refine that. Maybe I'll even get you on the show and we can have a chat with you and refine that one. So guys, that's it for this episode. Short and sweet, two questions. I'm going to go back to back and produce another episode straight away. But Josh out there has asked me just to talk quickly about our 36-point checklist. So we developed a 36-point checklist, which is for Facebook advertising. Now, we built this because it's super, super valuable to know how much knowledge you have on the Facebook advertising platform. Now, it might be because you're running the ads yourself and you want to just have a quick refresher. And this 36-point checklist has been designed from our team who are in the platform every day. And it's kind of what we see in our larger order that we get people to pay us for. These 36 points are the main things that we see that people do go wrong the most. So... It's super valuable for your own knowledge and testing yourself out. We send it to a ton of people as a lead um, magnet just to get them on the straight and narrow to work out if their knowledge of Facebook advertising is up to scratch. But what Josh wanted me to talk to you about is this thing is extremely valuable if you've got someone else running your ads. So if you're currently paying a freelancer or if you've got an agency running your advertising on Facebook and Instagram, or even if you've got an internal staff member that runs your ads and maybe you think they're not quite up to scratch, 
if you think that your agency doesn't quite know what they're doing or if you think that um, you've got a freelancer who's really like testing and measuring on your ad spend and your account and you're kind of like teaching them as you go, this test would be really good for you to go through because it's going to give you a bit of a click through and understanding of what's actually happening on your account. So it goes through things like looking at third party and first party cookies to make sure that's set up correctly. It's going to go look at audiences and how you've created some audiences. Are you using things like lookalike audiences on your account? And it's just a really high level 10 minute process just to see if you're doing the most with your account that you can be. And if you're not, it's got some hints and tips in there on what you can do to make your results a little bit better. So. Go ahead, um, there's gonna be a link right here, right? Let's put a link to the 36 point checklist that you can go and download and get some information. I'll, we'll put a link in the description as well. But that checklist is a really, basically a litmus test which takes 10 minutes to find out if your ad account's healthy or not. Now, if it's completely unhealthy, reach out to us because we'd love to explain that checklist a little bit more to them. We'd love to give you a little bit of a hand. <sighs> cool guys, that's it. That's. Um, Two questions, three questions asked, Magna and Scott K. Thanks very much, guys. We appreciate the time that you took to ask those questions of us, and I loved answering them for you. And Scott just asked quick, quickly. He did ask what this thing is. So everyone that asks us a question or any guests that we have on, we actually tell them that they can ask anything about one of the products up on the wall. A lot of these products are actually from customers of ours that send them in because they want it to be there and they want it to be seen. This is a little bit special though. This is a Pullman tamp for coffee making. So it's a barista tamp and it's designed that you um, you tamp down the coffee grounds before you put in an espresso machine. Uh, this is my tamp. Uh, for those of you that don't know, over 10 years ago, I owned a cafe and ran a coffee roastery. And this was my first professional tamp that I made. And literally this thing was doing like three to 10 kilos of coffee a day. So 300 to 1,000 coffees a day, seven days a week. So this thing's had some use and that's a bit of a memory for me. So that was my first business that I ever owned as a 25 year old. Uh, I'm now, I'm 37 this year. So 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Um, yeah, that's a coffee tent, mate. That's, um, that's where that comes from and that's the history around that. Awesome guys. So we've got, a couple of weeks left of the world's toughest marketing question competition. Now, I want you to ask us questions. So ask in the comments below on YouTube or uh, Instagram. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast, hunt us down and ask a comment on YouTube or Instagram because you can go in the draw to win $50,000 in ad spend. So we are going to give someone the chance to spin the wheel and win $50,000 cash, which can be used on Facebook advertising or Google advertising. I'd love it to be you. So drop a comment below. Scott, I'll give you another entry if you ask that question with a bit more clarity. All right, cool guys. Love your work. It's Dave from BidPixel. Ask questions. Um, oh yeah, and by the way, if you're on YouTube, can you subscribe, like, and hit that little notification because we'd love to reach out to you and let you know when we've got more of these questions coming up. All right, peace guys. Have a good afternoon.